Hello, and welcome back to Dr. Quackers. And today we're going to be reviewing Mulan. Uh, this will be the original Mulan, or at least the original Disney Mulan. Uh, well, I didn't watch this movie as a kid. I first watched this as a teenager. Um, a little bit of an older teenager, around like 16, 17. I surprisingly really liked this movie. Now, let's get into why this movie still holds up and is the superior version. Mulan is a terrific protagonist and is someone to idolize. What makes her so special is her ability to adapt and to overcome her issues. Her whole motivations are completely self selfless. Uh, she only wants to protect her father and to bring honor to her family. Uh, she also finds a way to, see, to succeed by outsmarting her enemies and coming up with ways to overcome her physical setbacks. So, some of the biggest examples of her being self selfless is that the whole reason she's actually taken the place of her father is beside the obvious to instead of putting her father's life on the line she's taking it upon herself is that she knows that he will die because of how sickly he is he can't he physically can't do it anymore he's well way too old um, and she also knows that if she doesn't do this then she might never be able to help protect and honor her family name. And she wants to be someone that is a bright spot in her family, not a blemish, uh, which is great. And I love how the way they have her succeed in this movie. Like I previously just said, uh, she has physical setbacks. Now, maybe some of my listeners don't know out there, but boys and girls are different. Um, and physically really different, if you haven't already noticed. Now, men generally are naturally stronger than women, especially when men and women are training to the level of being a soldier. Now, that's more of a blanket statement. Now, different individuals obviously breed different results, but generally, a, an average male and an average woman, if they are taken to say like they're training to be a marine the men will most likely almost always be stronger and a little faster than the woman um, and the way that they do that in this film is that she's able to come up with those shortcomings she has compared to other uh, male soldiers by outsmarting them and coming up with different ways to meet the same goal um, she's actually the first soldier to uh, reach the arrow that uh, Shang Li, sorry, Li Shang, um, shoots at, uh, he tells them that one of the soldiers has to reach the arrow by climbing up this pole while holding these two weights that signify, I believe it's, uh, the two weights representing discipline and strength. Um, and no one initially is able to climb and uh, wield both of these weights and be able to get to the uh, arrow. And unfortunately, due to her tr not being able to reach certain ways, and she is a, a little more clumsy, and she she's she's not she's not an athlete. I guess that's the best way to describe her. Um, even before she goes to train, she she just kind of seems to carry some sort of chaos around her, and that's kind of part of the character is that she's not the typical woman of this age or this culture. Um, and that's why she ends up uh, being so much so much a better fit to being a soldier in terms of. Uh, compared to her other counterparts of women. Um, but by the end of the 
my one of my favorite movie montages, one of the few ones I actually really enjoy. Um, after going through all the training and coming up with an idea, so what she does with the weights, instead of trying to just pull them and use your muscles and just pull yourself up weighing them, she actually uses them as someone as like a pulley. So she ties them together and basically uses the leverage of using it to basically put your feet against it and climb up using those and using the weights with the, with an arched back and everything like that to climb and reach up reach the arrow. And I think that's what really represents why she's such a great character no matter what's in front of her. Um, one of the other great ways is I, I really love the way she approaches her enemies. Uh, one of the best scenes in the movie is when they face the Huns. He, uh, they, sh everyone's shooting the missiles at him. The, uh, the missile, the cannons, missiles, whatever you want to call them, they're like kind of like fireworks in this movie because obviously they can't have like cannonballs hurling at people in a Disney film. So they went with like fireworks kind of things. Um, and people do die in this movie. So to be fair, I will give them props. They actually, they actually will kill people. It's not like, oh, he's just really sleepy right now. Um, like compared to a lot of other Disney films. But when she faces the army and her and her battalion, um, she, she figured she, so they're on a mountain. All right. And it's really snowy. Everything's covered in snow and they are severely outnumbered. And basically Shang and the other members of the, their small militia or platoon, whatever you want to call them. Um, I want to just face them, and if they die with die, then they die with honor. They're just gonna face them until the last man stands. Um, but Mulan then looks and realizes that if she aims and gets close enough with the with the cannon, that she can hit that snowbank and take out the army, and then she eventually does succeed and destroys most of the Hun army, um, which is a really great scene. And I like how she was the one that thought of it, and because of the reason why. Uh, she wasn't raised similar to the same way as the men in the society. It, she didn't automatically think of like, oh, okay, I'll just, I'll just fight and die. And I think that the way that she, that uh, she was treated in the upbringing is what caused her to think of like a way to like, well, I don't really want to die, so let's think of a way out of this shit. And I think that's why she could be so special in one of these scenes, especially compared to the male counterparts. Uh, this movie has great side characters, Mushu, Cricket, Shang, Shang Yu, Yao, and Ling. Uh, Eddie Murphy does a great job and is the driving force behind a lot of the humor. Uh, the three guys she befriends during her training are hilarious and some of my favorite Disney characters. Um, one of my favorite songs in this, which I will talk about later in more depth, is... Uh, I, I, that's, I'll make... Hold on, let me, let me get the exact name for it. I'll Make a Man Out of You. That's the full name. And... They, they use that theme twice in the movie, and they use the first time is when she learns how to be a man, and that she's able to, you know, she's being trained by like a man, she's being treated like a man, and she eventually overcomes the matter, even though she's not a, an actual man, but is able to rise to the occasion just like her friends. Um, but the, uh, the second time they use it is actually at the end of the movie, and they use it for when they, they use what they learned from Mulan, so... Instead of being men, they use more, they try to mirror more of like her style of thinking, and I guess you would call it more womanly, um, less abrasive is probably the best way to describe it. And I, it's pretty funny, it's a very comedic scene, but they all dress like uh, geishas, the, the three, bo three guys, to disguise themselves from the Huns that are attacking the emperor and the capital. 
so I, I think that was really funny, and I kind of like the way it mirrors uh, the song mirrors those two scenes into the fact that she takes what she learned from the men, and the men then use what they she, that they learned from her. Um, just it's just one of the favorite things that they one of my favorite things they use in the movie. Uh, the dynamic between the lucky cricket and Mushu steals a lot of scenes they're in. He's hilarious. Uh, this grandmother finds uh, a cricket, or she buys a cricket at the beginning of the movie to help uh, bring Mulan luck into the uh, matchmaker and of course that doesn't really go well because otherwise if it went well there wouldn't really be a story here um it's in the beginning of the movie and then the cricket kind of just sticks around and mushu and him just have a really funny dynamic because the cricket doesn't really take mushu seriously and mushu just kind of rags on the cricket and it's just it's just funny um the music is fantastic the best song in this movie like i previously stated is i'll make a man out of you it starts with everyone being completely untrained and useless in in the act of in the art of war, and then ends with the culmination of everybody ready for war. Um, yeah, it's just a great scene. I love all the visuals. Um, it really represents of all the shortcomings of a lot of the characters, her and the other her friends that she makes, um, and being able to rise to the occasion. And it doesn't matter who you are; is it's whether you want to be the best version of you. And that's why I really like that scene. Um, even though maybe today people wouldn't like it because it says I'll make a man. That's not what... For some reason, everyone thinks that if you say, like, be a man, it just means, like, got tough enough. Stuck down those feelings. Like, I, I get both sides to... to, to I, get, I get that side. But I think there's another side to when you say be a man. And it may, it may not be the best way to phrase it, to be fair. There's probably better ways to phrase it. But... At least when in my personal experience, when I've when I've ever said like you know it's time to like you got to man up when I'm talking to like maybe my brother or whoever I'm talking to really, it doesn't mean you need to be more like a man and you need to just shut out different sides of you because that's not what being a man is. When I when anyone that's ever said be a man to me or I've ever like given that same remark back to someone else, it it means that. I want, it means you need to be the best version of you. I want you to be that best version. And I think that's what more of this means in that movie than said, like, you need to be a man. And it kind of means both, obviously, because it's in the sense that a woman is there training with men and that they don't know she's a woman. So it's both, but I really like, I, I think if you look at that side more, it makes the song a lot more special, in my opinion. Uh, my other favorite song from this movie is A Girl Worth Fighting For, and I love the visual ending to the song. So Mulan and the other soldiers are marching along because they've been called. Uh, well, they weren't really called, but they were called to join uh, Shang's father, the general, um, to help fight the Huns. And they're basically just marching and marching and marching, and they're just miserable. And so uh, Ling, yeah, Ling... Uh, then says, like, hey, guys, like, you know, why don't we think about a girl worth fighting for? You're like, think of think of motivation, and they use women, which is what it can be a lot of use for uh, motivation for a lot of men in the military. It's described in a lot of uh, media in terms of forms of, like, what gets people through war in terms of tough times. They think of their loved ones, and that's essentially what this song is for. Um, and they all just sing about, like, what, what they want in a partner, blah, 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 blah. Uh, but what I really love is the ending. So as they're mar at the end of the song, they march them to a village that's burned to the ground by the Han army, and they find a doll uh, in the snow, and it's a little girl's doll. And I like how what that means is like 
they found the girl worth fighting for was the little girl that was killed by the Huns. So I just, I just, it's not like, maybe, maybe I'm looking too much into it, but I, I don't know, I just always kind of liked that shift in tone, and I liked what the song really represented in the end. But yeah, that's why, the, the, I love those two songs. Uh, so, some of my two favorite Disney songs of all time, I would say. <laughs> uh, the villain is decent. He is the driving force of the plot, so at least he is a real threat to the protagonist and the other characters. However, he isn't very interesting, character-wise. Um, but visually, he is really interesting. Shang Yu, uh, I love how inhuman he looks. Uh, they give him fangs, claws, yellow eyes, and a huge frame and a pale complexion. It gives him an overwhelming feeling of destruction. Uh, it's I like the more metaphor behind the type of character. It's a beyond human force and evil that is coming to destroy their way of life and their people. It's not so much the individual, but what he represents. And I think that's what makes him more interesting than some other Disney villains that are just kind of like there to be a villain. But I, I actually enjoy the way he looks. Not that like, I mean, his, everyone's voice acting is great. And he does, a, a, I think the, uh, the voice is really good and it fits really well. I don't know. It's just like, turns out like Disney villains. Like, is he as good as Hades? No. Is he as good as Scar? No. Is he as good as like Jafar? No. But he's good. He's decent. He's there. So, yeah, that's why I, I gave him a pass. But he's just not my favorite. And I think there could be a little bit more detail given to him that would really make him a great villain. He's got the pieces, but it just doesn't completely fit. fit. Um, so, yeah, um, I really enjoy this movie. And I actually watch this movie a lot. It's, it's definitely one of my favorite Disney movies now. And I kind of wish that I watched it as a kid. Um, but, yeah, so I'm going to give this movie a 9 out of 10. It's a near-perfect movie. I really enjoy it. It's one of the best Disney movies you can watch out there. Um, I'll probably touch upon the horrible fucking remake that came out for this movie and the bastardization of its characters and the real meaning of the story. Uh, but that's for time for another day. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I enjoyed doing it. Um, I really enjoy watching Mulan, so it was fine for me to give that rewatch for this review. Um, I have an Instagram page if you want to reach out to me on uh, social media. I, it's Dr. Quacker's Movie Reviews. Um, if you want to send me a message... Uh, an insult, whatever you like to send my way, you go right ahead and that's where to do it. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. <clears throat> and if you want to learn about my most recent sponsor, Viking Fitness, stay tuned. Hey guys, I want to take a minute and talk about fitness. Are you looking to get back into shape or take your fitness to the next level? If so, go to vikingfitnessnh.com. With Viking Fitness, your plan is created by a certified professional specifically for you and only you. No cookie cutter plans, period. You will be provided with detailed information on how to train your body and how to fuel it correctly so you can achieve your goals. With Viking Fitness, you can get quality distance coaching, video check-ins, and access to an entire community for a very affordable price and no bullshit. Go to vikingfitnessnh.com or call 603-393-7528. And again, that's 603-393-7528 today. Thank you.